Hello, this is Lisa Rusick and Misty Lore with the podcast We're All Psychic. And today is our season five intro to season five episode. It's not just an intro. It is a full podcast with Misty and we have a guest and her name is Mocha. Mocha, would you like to say hello? Hi, guys. How are y'all? <laughs> they say they love you already. We love Mocha. I <laughs> feel so, Thank Misty, you. do you want to ask Mocha a question? I do. Mocha, mm-hmm. do you think that we're all psychic? Definitely think that we are gifted with psychic or intuitive gifts. It just all depends on when we are presented with that or when we're aware. So definitely, to some ability, we are psychic. I do. So, you listeners, and uh, this is an audio pa- podcast only, and I met Mocha through Instagram. I followed her Instagram account and I just love her. Ch- is it channeled messages you do? I don't know how you do your messages, yeah. but they're, they're I amazing. I mean, listeners, you should follow her. Mocha Tarot. Is that is, what's, what's the name? Yes. Of- um, yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off, Lisa. But yeah, um, it's Mocha Tarot on Instagram and on YouTube and on Twitter. And it's M-O-C-C-H-A-A and then followed by the word Tarot. So yeah, she she's she's she just nails these channeled messages for me personally. I mean, I think you wrote one in particular when I was going through my divorce. I mean, that's how long I followed you. I, I'm pretty sure you've been on there for a while, right? Yeah. And uh, you had written, I think, in one of yours that somebody is sitting in a house that's literally falling down around them, and I was like, "That's me." My house was literally <laughs> falling down around me, and I think that's what caught she me. Nailed it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and and so uh, I was really fascinated by that. So, how did you get started in this kind of field? I mean, what what opened up your psychic senses and got you going here? I love that question because it's kind of like opening up Pandora's box for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think my first encounter with just any kind of gift or psychic ability was maybe at the age of four or five. And, yeah, um, my mom's grandmother, my great grandmother had just passed away at that time. She was historical. Um, she's actually one of my closest ancestors. I'm being too transparent, but anyway. Um, <laughs> and she visited me. Um, oh. By the way, my great grandmother is Haitian and she's in Haiti. I've never even my foot. I've never landed foot on Haiti soil. So I never met her. So I remember she visited me and I remember my mom was just sobbing literally on the side of the bed. She was really close to her great grandmother. And um, I was able to tell my mom what she wanted to say. I was able to describe to her what she looked like. I was able to recite memories that I would have not known because when I never met her in those memories and things, I never met her and I, and I, and I wasn't alive to recite things so my mom pretty much did the whole like ghost like are you like deer headlight look and then it was like don't tell anyone this yeah (laughs) yeah keep it a secret yeah yeah it was our secret and she never abused my gift she naturally just was like silent about it she she didn't ask for any questions it's kind of a common thing for Patients to have some sort of gift, which is kind of circles back to your original question. Do you all think we're psychic? Yeah. Because in my culture with Haitians, we people visit us often in dreams. Our dreams are messages that we rely on. And wow. That, yeah. I love that. 
Yeah, because it's true. I love it. So when this happened to you at five or six, did you know it was unusual even at that age or before your mother said, don't tell anyone or keep it to yourself or anything? Did you kind of sense that other people didn't do this or was it just natural? It just, just happened and it was nothing to question. I think, again, it felt like Pandora's box because <laughs> um, after that incident happened, I didn't feel like it was unnatural. I felt like it was great that I was able to do it to comfort someone because like at that age if your mom cries you cry it doesn't you don't need to know why you just gonna, yes you feel yeah. that emotion it wasn't yeah. about wow this gift it was more like let's please calm my mother down type of thing and after that um like the Pandora box it was like are the thoughts I'm thinking am I the only one that has a conscience am I the only one that's hearing these thoughts or does everyone has a conscience like my voice is verbal but these thoughts can say things opposite of what I'm saying is that normal so I think around that age I was young and just discovering this like okay but is this normal like I don't know did you tell to anybody that. yeah yeah <laughs> I still do that. Yeah, <laughs> we all do. I think I say, I mean, I can't imagine not questioning it still because uh, I mean, our society alone, if I like I just went to look at office buildings today, uh, possibly to get an office in town to start doing local readings. I did. I do have a lot a local clientele, but now they're kind of drifting away because I have nowhere to do my readings. So when I went to look at this office, um, I had to tell the leasing agent what I did for a living and why I'd be renting the office, you know, and she was cool. And this is Decatur, Alabama. So I was really surprised because about three years ago, I looked for an office and they told me they will kick you out of Decatur, go to the most low key place where they can't find you. <laughs> so now they're like, you know, this is right on the main street uh, and, and it's just kind of a small town, Mocha. But um, I definitely questioned all this stuff when it was happening to me when I was younger. Did you talk to anybody about it? Did you say do you like your best friend or anything like that? Did you ever bring um, it up? Def definitely my mom, just because it was between me and her. And I remember, thank God, back then, and I, I loved having cable. I didn't know that that was a luxury. I remember being a kid like, you don't have cable. But um, <laughs> I remember watching the show where it was, I want to say the network was E or maybe TLC. It was probably TLC at that time. My mom loved Lifetime and TLC. Yes. <laughs> Um, there was a show about psychics and how little kids had or all difference. And I was like, boom, in the flesh, tangible. It's right there. Happened. It's wide world news. Someone's recording this and they're putting it out there. So um, I remember telling my mom, look, mom's like, be quiet. No so, <laughs> one else is in the room. And she says, TV might hear. Oh, so she's protecting you. Um, it my point my point in that is that yeah I tried to talk to her but there was no elaborating. Nothing so, in common there. Yeah. Yeah. At that point, I, it became a more of a more um, intimate connection with whoever wanted to come through. At that point, because it wasn't like, "Wow, let me tell you." It was more like, "Be quiet before these people take you and put you in an asylum." Okay? Yeah. Because yeah. at that time, I was one of my mother's first child to, she got pregnant with me in Haiti and then immediately came down to the U.S. It was already oh, arranged. Wow. Yeah. So okay. it was, but that was already arranged. Like it just happened that way where her very first year here in America from Haiti, I, I'm, she got pregnant. So a lot of it was like, these people think you're, you're crazy. You know, no, 
That was like, yeah, you know, yeah. versus being, it was a culture shock. So yeah, maybe in her culture, it'd be open. We would all be sitting here eating bread and butter, talking about our dreams and trying to help each other interpret it. That would be normal in her culture. But in our culture, we are to hush it up. So yes. We, these people are going to say what they're going to do, mm-hmm. where they're going to say. So it was always dismissed. Um, and I, and it wasn't like, I don't believe you because we had an understanding it's just more like it is what it is we can't just sit here and talk about this because I don't feel comfortable talking about it you know so that so not not like speaking for her like I don't feel comfortable talking about it based on the environment and whatnot so yeah of course that's I never thought about that you know coming from another country well, yeah, here and, and 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 the United States uh, in our country it just seems like the news everybody watches the news outlets and media and they just form their opinion. They don't know if they form opinions really. <laughs> Here we are doing a podcast. I shouldn't talk about media, but that way. <laughs> but yeah. um, th- there's only a limited amount of like media outlets on television, which most people will have by now. Mm-hmm. And you get on the internet and find any point of view. But a lot of people just feel safer, you know, if they, I think, if they feel like they know everything. <laughs> you know, yeah. or you know, if they have everything figured out, if they have a strong opinion about something, it's usually coming from somewhere else, not always, but most of the time. When I've talked to people in my life about being intuitive or psychic or working with energy, they've usually laughed or but as I got older, they took me more seriously. Mm-hmm. But when I was younger, they just laughed. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it was, it was and you know what? When we are a child, their gifts in my point of view is so potent. It's so strong and it's so undeniable. And I feel like um, when you are a child and I'm sure a lot of others can relate, you have to make that decision on whether you're going to conform or you're going to believe. Yeah. So I feel like the kids that may appear rebellious are more aware. They're like, no, I saw what I saw. Mm-hmm. And I heard what I heard and I felt what I felt and I sense what I sense. Yep. So, yeah. <laughs> and that, that's hard for um, a lot you know, for a child. But... For a child, yeah. I mean, to stand up against other children for one thing, but especially adults and say, no, I know this happened, you know? Right. Yes. You can't I tell me to shush it up. Yeah. You're lucky your mother seemed, you know, she understood mm-hmm. and that she, uh, even if she wouldn't communicate with you, but she didn't know about it, I guess, because she didn't have experiences, is what I'm guessing. I'm not. No, it's not that she didn't know. She, she was, was just afraid of the culture judging you. Judging yeah. her. Okay. Yeah, she like, was I'm, protecting you. Okay. Yeah, she was protecting me because she couldn't protect me from an environment she wasn't adapted to. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of. Like, I, I, I don't blame her. I, I, yeah. I can understand that completely. Yeah. Because you know, I couldn't imagine coming here from another country, you know, and and trying to learn, you know, all their different, you know religions and and the way that they do things and then you throw that in the mix of it and and that's just a disaster in her eyes it would be you know I can totally understand why she did that to protect you guys yeah I'm sure she's had a she had 101 million (laughs) reasons to (laughs) but um Mm -hmm. I'm sure it would have been more accepted and more open to talk about um if I wasn't with her if you were born now it'd be different I think, oh yeah, and that and know. that and that kind of ties back to what I was saying about like when you're young and your gifts are like enhancing and you're becoming aware, just kind of like how I was in a in a moment of comforting my mom. I'm like, this happened. That's my earliest memory 
um, and then you choose to rather confirm to whatever they're saying didn't happen or you choose to believe it's I think that's the best time to like write down remember whatever because as life develops you're an adult and your perception will change yeah. you know kind of like when you're a kid you're so naive it's kind of like kind of like the page of cups to me like the page no, of cups yeah. Yeah. is the most vulnerable most unfiltered most transparent energy because it's like I'm a child I don't know better I just want to tell you what I feel is what I just want to tell you what I sense like whenever a page of cups comes in I'm like someone's about to just express it and they don't give a fuck so <laughs> you know I think when you it's kind of like when your your innocence get takes no taken away from 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 different experiences you may look at the page of cup in a so completely different way it's kind of like a kid like a 12 year old learning tarot and the page of cups is like finally telling their crush i have the biggest crush on you (laughs) versus you know a six-year-old who's like oh the page of cups is just living free unapologetically telling people how you feel lovingly you know it's just it's the same applies to your gift. So I just wish that I, I mean, of course I wouldn't have known better, but if my mom would have been like, write this down or I, you know, I wish, cause if it was with my daughter, I'd be like, yeah, you need to start doing journaling. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> have you ever considered no. doing like a past, li- not past life regression, but like a regression into your childhood to see if you can recover any of those memories oh, with I- another psychic reader or something. I, I just popped into my head. Maybe it was something you could do. Find someone who's good at, past life or not past life regression but i assume past life regression type people could also do childhood regression you know and maybe you could get some of those back because i feel like i'm just i'm i'm going through my saturn return because i'm 31 (laughs) yeah i it's like getting on a roller coaster and you're almost done, but then you hear the buckle unbuckle. Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> this is I care. Like, that's how that return feels to me. And like, it's all about faith. Like, your faith will lock the lock the bucket back in and just learn the lesson, take the ass whipping. Or if you want to be scared, you're gonna fall and you're gonna get back on this ride again. I'm just so burnt out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just so burnt out. It's like I'm so glad it's almost. Yeah. <laughs> you think. You think, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Listen, I was thinking to myself as I was learning about the Saturn return, I was like, so we're gonna go through this again. Great, that's fine. I'm glad this is like the one of the more longer periods in between because God knows I probably might not survive. But you know, I'm gonna be <laughs> optimistic though. But my point is this: it's like I really hope my patience and wisdom and all that we learn from Saturn does actually save us because you know, my precious heart, like I would, I, I can't imagine someone even older, you know, going through a Saturn return. It's almost like, please spare these people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I just, I just want to say listeners, if you don't think know about what my Saturn, <laughs> I was going to say to the listeners, if you don't know what the Saturn return is in astrology, it's about every 29 years, a Saturn comes back to the same place it was in the sky when you were born and uh, you go through hell. <laughs> It's a quick Saturn comes to straighten you up is what I've always heard of it. And and when I was uh, around 29, I quit working out in the world and started working from home. So that but it was a big transition. And I, and by the end of it, I was divorced from my first husband in, in a different state. So, <laughs> you know, a lot changed the, in that, in that period of time. That is for me, I live in a different state. Um, 
I'm in, I'm transitioning from corporate to entrepreneurship as well. Yes. Um, yeah. I didn't mean go, but it's, it's, it's relating. It really is. It's just the strategy that people need to get on. Yes. I, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Misty, you've got to have some questions. I know you do too hit it off yeah. right away when we yeah. got on Zoom. So. Well, um, I want to know, does your daughter have anything going on as far as psychic abilities right now? Have you That's been able to work with her? I love this question. First off, um, I'm just glad that I was able to just indulge in astrology to, because we have kids and this mm-hmm. helps with parenting. Uh, I bet it does. Yep. Yeah. So let's just shout out those parents out there that are doing the homework to figure out these crazy kids. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Let's give a shout out to them. <laughs> even put in compassion where there was Saturn there. Like I'm, yeah. Saturn, I'm really about to do some weapon ass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe maybe it's the Empress and us mothers. Like, oh, you know. Yeah, the Empress. Yeah. Oh, the yeah, Empress right. knows how to spank, or she can scare them into thinking they're yes. going to be spanked, yeah. and that's worse. Yeah. <laughs> just, but um, to answer your question, um, she definitely has dreams, and I was like, well, all right, this is giving me same experience with me and my mom as far as like, but it wasn't more, it wasn't as, um, it wasn't like an an identical experience. It was more like, what do these dreams mean? They're reoccurring or um, stuff like that. And um, so long story short, I was like, it's time to go and look into my daughter's natal chart. I don't know why I used, I used to stall at it. I used to be like, oh, cause I was afraid. <laughs> Anxiety. What am yes. I going to deal with for the rest? Yes. <laughs> yes. But um, what was very interesting is that one of my favorite placements that is really, really the plug to my gift is having Jupiter in the twelfth house, and she has Jupiter in the twelfth house. Wow. And we are, girl. I got you. That's you be crazy. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like. We have linked to the mind telepathic communication before you even know what that is. (laughs) That's really great. My Saturn is in my 12th house. And uh, I think it's, I want to say it's in Pisces. I'm I'm thinking, yeah, it might be in. It's in the Pisces house. Yeah, that's weird, isn't it? It's it's in I know it's in the twelfth house and it's also in in Pisces. So I thought that was kind of mm-hmm. uh, everything I've read about it. Um, I I don't know astrology really well. I'm trying to grab. I've been trying for twenty years. <laughs> Did you get mm-hmm. some? Yeah, I've got a little bit going on with it. I understand some. I can read my natal chart and stuff, but I I usually refer to other astrologers to see what they say about these placements or how, you know um, angles and stuff like that, and they all. They're kind of similar, but it's hard to find an astrologer who uh, or a book, you know, written by an astrologer who isn't black and white, you know, mm-hmm. like, like, you know, you are going to die if you have this placement, you are going to be awful if you, you are going to be rich if you have, you know, like they're the kind of, there's no one that really gets to, I, so I guess it would be hard to write a book where, or have an app or something where you wouldn't separate everything and the person have to put it together, you know, um, into pieces of what. You know, that's the only way I've learned is from other people's interpretations. Right. But um, it's slow going. <laughs> mm-hmm. What I think that would help with the audience that I, and this is coming from a, someone on the receiving end that goes on YouTube and watches other content is, and very few people do this. So they need to jump on this, um, including myself if I ever put content from my perspective is 
saying I am this from my perspective. Like there's this YouTube channel. I, I wish I could. I think it's Scorpio Sun, Scorpio Moon. I think that's what it's called. I hope it is because I like to give my sources out. But um, she, her, her whole thing about her channel is I am a Scorpio stellium and I'm coming from a Scorpio Sun, Scorpio Moon perspective. So yeah, I may narrow, narrow the audience a little bit, but um, it's definitely like a tunnel vision for people that need that kind of content. And then, so instead of people saying, this is what an Aries moon is, okay? Why don't you say, this is an Aries moon based on my experience and we dated. Boom. Yeah, Just that Narrow works. it down because it's starting to get a little messy with astrology. Not all Aries moons are violent. They're maybe passionate, but they're not violent. Maybe you are like, check the aspects. Let's let's talk about it. Let's break Misty, it down. Misty's an Aries, Aries moon, Aries sun. Aries moon. She is the least violent person I've ever known in my right? life. See? She may she may talk rough, but she 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 she's just the sweetest. She's an angel. <laughs> she's a, she's just the sweetest thing. She's a sweet little halo halo. Missy, I know you've got a halo. Oh, that face. <laughs> so it's just, I think I I say all the all that to say I can understand how a beginner like I was, and I used to just like binge watch YouTube content and just be like, that's my natal chart. Google, like like Google put it on YouTube, and let's just figure me out real quick and then we'll go on um it does it did definitely help when people would be like this is my experience with a libra sun libra moon people um yes. instead of making it be like this is what all libra sun libra moon people are so right. that's yeah that from from a consumer or you know someone on the receiving end that's watching content for porn is for anyone out there smart that's really smart so you you've also gathered points of view of people who've had the experiences with these particular placements in astrology that's really good way to do it i didn't even think about doing that thank you mocha i'm going to now it's <laughs> <laughs> no content out there or even or it's, or it's not even like experience it could just be like my experience from a i'm a scorpio moon um which also helps with my gifts as well i feel yeah. like yeah. a lot um but I feel like um, when you, to, to like piggyback on my point that it would help to say, you know, mo mainly my perspective, it's kind of like a disclaimer. This is coming from the perspective of a Scorpio moon, you know, maybe a Scorpio moon. Oh, that that's so appreciate smart. A yeah. Libra, maybe a Scorpio moon not, may not appreciate a Libra moon or Libra sun. And that's maybe why my opinion's biased, but that's why I'm coming to y'all letting you know this is what is coming from Scorpio Moon. Subscribe to my channel, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, you should do it. You should totally do this if you haven't. You said you haven't already taken the step yeah, to, to introducing it this way. I endorse it. I watch it. Yeah, I <laughs> definitely. So, uh, Mocha, do you have any? Uh, oh, first, uh, there's one other question I really want to ask you. Who was the first person other than your mother that you told this to? And how did they react? It was a secret. A Scorpion moons can keep secrets, especially <laughs> all eight house stuff. I'm just going to that's that's something I'm, I feel like I'm I'm telling on this, but this is a perfect example because I wouldn't even answer this question. And we ever never went down this avenue had you not asked on a podcast. OK, but Scorpion will reveal something here. I didn't tell no one that I was doing tarot for years. Yeah, me too. For years, like it was my thing. I mean, I remember even my kids not knowing. I just remember I'd go to Books a Million, buy some oh, books, yeah. some tarot decks, sure. and just study, yeah. and just watch videos, and eat food, and just, it was my thing. <laughs> it was fun. 
That's so cool. I love it. It was all yours. And, and yeah, you, got to, all you didn't have any like people telling you this and that. You got to choose what, you know, you put into your mind and into your soul and into your work, yeah. you know, without like teachers and people telling you, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. Do it this way. Do it that way. You, you develop, that's kind of how I did. I just developed it on my own, whatever I had, whatever it is I do. But, um, and, um, I guess Mocha, I am just really glad we, we actually got this podcast to happen mm-hmm. and listeners. She's just, I've had a couple of readings from her and I highly recommend her as a reader. She is very, she, you've, you've made me feel better both times and you gave me a lot of clarity and I really do appreciate those readings. And I'm really glad you came on the podcast. Me too. And, um, and I'd also like to thank, uh, our sponsor Everclear. Everclear is an advice app where you can get advice from psychics and empaths. So you can get the clarity you need to create the life you deserve. And, uh, lastly, Mocha, do you have any words for the listeners, any encouragement, anything you want to say? Um, other than to check out my YouTube, my Twitter, my Instagram, check out the content. Let me know. Give me, I'll put it all in the description of the podcast. Yeah. Now that that's out of the way, um, I really want to encourage people to not consume into tarot just because there's not enough awareness about um, abusing tarot. And I just feel like it's placed on my heart to bring that to you guys, because a lot of times uh, we don't take in consideration of where someone is um, coming from when it comes to what they're open to receive with tarot. A lot of times, even I, like I would pull cards on myself and I get mad or frustrated about something. And um, I just feel like for new people or even people like myself that's been doing this for years for 2023, don't indulge in and use it as a tool because that's what it's truly for. Yes, don't think it is the law. <laughs> you know, you yeah. have to do I, that. <laughs> I think yeah. I told you and I've told other clients, you know, when it comes to tarot, it's about decoding a message that the guides are giving us, that God is giving us or whoever you believe in. It's a code. We're just trying to figure it out together what they're right. trying to say. So whenever I do a reading with anyone, I tell them like, help me, help you, help me, help you. Yes. So you know, I'm calling your father. I'm like, if I'm saying this is your dad, this is your dad. And you're like, actually, that's my boyfriend. That's great. We just figure this out even better. Yes. It's like the National Treasury movie. We're really trying to approach <laughs> it. Like, let's really figure this shit out. That <laughs> is so true. If if more clients so, or people who are coming for readings would uh, not test us right away, they'd get a lot more out of it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, instead of like, I want to know about my uh, boyfriend. It was like, okay, how long have you been together? You're not supposed to ask that. <laughs> they usually tell me, but you know, it's like there some people I know I, I can't really connect with right away. And most people I can though, but that is great advice. So don't, the tarot is not, well, the gospel, <laughs> to put it okay. one way. Yeah. I think it's a great tool for it shadow work, especially if you're big on Oh, journey. you were so right. You were I so used right. to voice memo my readings and I used to put them on like, no, I have Virgo in the second house, so I sound really nerdy, but I used to voice memo. I used to notepad. I used to write it down and shit. And I used to be like, wow, this reading that I did on myself actually happens four months later yeah Yeah. i'm I'm literally i'm glad i'm bringing this up because i'm even considering like reamping my content because if my readings resonate the way that they do for me i predict like my stuff resonates sometimes months later yes you know what i mean i think maybe maybe doing pick a card on youtube might help better because my readings are truly timeless and i remember just even decoding my own readings and being like like listening to my voice memos and being like 
this didn't happen when I, I said for the, the, for this specific month. Okay. Like I said, mm-hmm. for this specific month and you're telling me this happens like seasons later. What? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, so it's cool. kind of like, that's how you learn your gift. Are you that prophetic? Are you like, you know, like it, can you like, if you see stuff like it, it's, 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 it's decoding to me. And I think yeah. that be patient with it. If you hear something, it doesn't resonate. Don't force it. You know what I'm saying? Because I've literally had clients call me or text me and they say, I really think that like it pretty much what I'm saying is because I want to honor people's privacy is that the discernment can be thrown off if you're forcing something. Like what if your gut's saying, no, this is not my reading. Yeah. Yeah. You're saying maybe it is. No. So listen, you got to work with this in moderation. And I feel like people in the spiritual realm that especially monetizes of it, they kind of are hesitant to say, because they're like, no, I don't want to lose money. I don't want to lose clients. Or just when you're doing things with good intent, the money going to always come. Okay, That's true. So right. I don't need to be enabling someone's anxiety and depression and anger yeah. and violence and rage. Like, right. this is for shadow or clarity and for you to like smoke, like six a swords your ass on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I like it. <laughs> to the seven of swords, we feel all the swords. <laughs> can we speed on to the ten of swords? Like, can we yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! Death and transformation. When does the sun come out? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's all I have. Yes. Thank you so much, Mocha. You have been wonderful, and I know the listeners are going to love you. And um, Missy, again, thank you. And listeners, Lisa. listeners, we love you. Thank you so much, as always. And thank you for coming to season five. Five, five is the number of change. So things like five is my life path number. Ooh, Yay. that's my boyfriend's life path number. Mine's 11, oh, too. And Missy's is 33. 33. 30 slash three. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, there's our we did a numerology podcast too, so you know we okay. we we went all over the place with that one. I think I think I'm going to name this one Pandora's Box though. Yeah, yeah. So lastly, thank you so much again, listeners, and we will catch you tomorrow because we have another podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but first, and, we um, have to thank our sponsor. Oh, you, how could I forget to thank my sponsor? I did thank the sponsor. Yeah, Everclear. I did thank you the did. sponsor. <laughs> I was just making sure. We can um, thank them again, though. They're pretty rad. Thank yeah, you, go ahead and thank them again. Yeah. <laughs> Everclear, we love you. It's also a website. <laughs> and um, so everybody have a good night, day, morning, evening, wherever you may be. And uh, peace out. Peace out. Bye. Bye.